the question I get a lot is how do you know if something is right for you or the goal or, or the career path or whatever the case may be in your personal path of success? How do you know if it's the right one? Some things might happen along the way where you're investing a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of sacrifice, but then ultimately you find that it's not the right path. If you're not obsessed about it, then it might not be the right thing for you, right? And when I say obsessed, it's like I said, it's constantly on your mind. Like you might be doing other things. You might be, you know, simple as cooking, but you're cooking and it's on your mind. Man, I got to do these, you know, that I'm really obsessed about whatever. Could be when you're working out, you're focused on working out, but you're thinking about that obsession, right? It could be you're driving to work. You're driving, the, the my podcast is on hopefully, or you're listening to whatever your favorite music is, but you're obsessed. You're thinking about, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. Right now, as you listen to this, is what you're doing right now an obsession for you? Because if it's not, maybe you should introspect a little bit and figure out what you are obsessed about. And maybe that's where you can channel some energy to see if that new obsession or your actual real obsession is the truer path for you. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the End-to-End Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Yan Nguyen. As you uh, may or may not know, if you're new to the show, my friends affectionately call me Ninja, and so I like my fans to be my friends or listeners to be my friends, so you can call me Ninja, too. This is the End-to-End Podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, motivation, success, self-development, self-improvement, entrepreneurship, and offering you morsels in this all-you-can-eat buffet called life. Back in the studio in Houston, excited to be here. It's finally, finally feels like winter. I think if you're in Texas, as weather's unpredictable, we skipped fall entirely. So we went from 80 to, I don't know, woke up this morning at 40s. Feels fantastic, especially for my outdoor on 75 hard day. I don't know, like 33 or something like that. A um, little bit exhausted feeling it a little bit more physically this time, but, but it's because I'm actually pushing myself a little bit more physically this time. This is my fourth round, 75 hard. And in fact, um, Crazy stuff. Uh, a friend of mine challenged me to the half marathon in Houston, Texas in January. 13 miles, not knowing that I'm not a distance kind of guy. Uh, I'm a sprinter in life, usually, and uh, the most I've ever ran historically has ever been two miles. So I uh, went on a first run this past weekend for four miles straight. Set my own personal world record, I guess, um, but feeling it a little bit harder this time. But um, other than that, feeling great. Glad to be back in the studio and I, as I mentioned in the last couple episodes, I do 75 hard typically in the fall because uh, that gets me focused, hyper-focused in my mind with mental clarity uh, in my body and spiritually. And it gets me dialed in so that as people generally are winding down the year, I'm actually accelerating again, re-accelerating um, and creating a gap between myself and what others might be doing, competition, whatever. Um, but it also, secondly... Um, helps me get that momentum, gets me in stride, full sprint at the start of the year, whereas people generally are just trying to figure out how they want to spend 2024 at the start of the new year. So it, it creates that even wider gap as time progresses. So 75 hard, day 30, something, feeling good, feeling uh, a little tired physically, but good. Um, but it leads me to, uh, to the topic of today. And before I get into that, um, if you're new to the show or if you've listened to the show, you, you, you know that I like to start each show as I start my day with an expression of gratitude. So when I wake up, 
expression of gratitude to the universe, to my faith, who I believe in, whatever I believe in my spirituality for another day to be the best I can be. And so with that, I want to thank my audience. Our audience is growing um, spectacularly. Uh, and that's a tribute to all of you all who are sharing the show, liking, commenting, following, um, spreading the word, because that's how we grow. Uh, I do this on my own dime, on my own time. It costs a lot of money to put this show out. Um, and so the only way to get the message out is if you share the show. So if you find value in this show or any other show or any other episode, any of the reels, anything we post on social, uh, YouTube shorts, uh, Instagram reels, whatever the case may be, please do like, comment, follow, and especially share the show. Give us a review, five-star review or whatever on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, and that helps us rank higher. And that helps us deliver the message um, about the podcast. And now we are actually new on Twitter slash X. So you can find us at the end number two and podcast. So get us over there um, and please do share the, share the show and spread the word. And um, I would be very, very appreciative of that. But to the point, though, uh, similar to with the half marathon I'm running, similar with 75 hard, similar with how I live my goals and my life towards my goals, right? The question I get a lot is, how do you know if something is right for you or the goal or, or the career path or whatever the case may be in your personal path of success? How do you know if it's the right one? Because some things might happen along the way where you're investing a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of sacrifice, but then ultimately you find that it's not the right path. Right? It's not the right path for you. And I'll give you an example with, for me personally, with medicine. Uh, you know, most physicians, most doctors become physicians because of some inspirational moment or their parents were a physician or something, something happened where they're like, okay, the, I, I really want to do this as a vocation. And, and that's how most, most physicians' career paths go. Um, for me, it was never like that. So it was like, you know, good at math, good at science, excelled at math, excelled at science, excelled at school, academics. Um, and it just felt like the right thing. Actually, medicine, the career path of medicine actually fell in my lap. There was never one single day where I said, or time or moment in time, where I said, I want to be a doctor. Never, surprisingly. Um, given the time and investment and the competitiveness it requires, academically at least, to become a physician. But it naturally fell to me, right? Just because of my uh, study habits, et cetera. So um, undergrad, all the exams, all the standardized tests, the MCAT, which is the test you got to get into medical school, the four years of medical school, all the rigor, all the rigor of that, uh, the competitiveness, you know, less than 1% who apply to med uh, um, in a medical school actually get in that kind of deal uh hyper competitive environment so a lot of stress a lot of anxiety a lot of stress and a lot of a lot of freaking work um only to find out that ultimately medicine wasn't for me to go all that way to say nope stop not for me um so that can happen if you don't don't choose the right the right path that is for you Right. So how do you know if it is for you to begin with? Um, ultimately, for me, medicine wasn't for me because of this fact. 
It was something that I was not obsessed about. Okay, the ultimate goal of being a physician, I was never obsessed with, right? I was obsessed, retrospect, looking back, I was obsessed with the idea of achieving something elite and competing for a spot that many people can't get or many people were trying to get but not get. You know, I went to Baylor undergrad. There's a lot of lot of people vying for a pre med uh, for a, a, a spot in medical school. A lot of people uh, in the pre med program. So it was the idea of competing and winning that that drove me into medicine, rather than being obsessed with being a doctor. It took a while, but uh, but to, for me to understand that I'm really obsessed about being an entrepreneur. Okay. But had I known that to begin with, maybe I would not have sacrificed whatever eight, eight, ten years of, of my life chasing a goal that I wasn't obsessed about. So that brings me to my point, or the answer to the question, is how do you know if something is right for you? Well, it's like, you know, if you're dating and you find somebody you think you might want to be with, right? What happens to that person, you objectify that person or the idea of that relationship, you become obsessed about it, right? Or when you were a kid and you wanted a gift for your birthday, you, you just, you're constantly obsessed about that gift or whatever it is, you're, 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 you get a new car, you're eyeing a new car, your first car purchase for yourself. You become obsessed about that goal of getting that car. And what does that obsession mean? That means that it's, it's something you think about constantly, regardless of what's going on in your life. It's not that you stop doing the things you're supposed to do about your life, but it's constantly on your mind. Constantly on your mind. That person, hey man, like you're not in a relationship yet, but you know, you're kind of feeling the vibe and you're like, that person is constantly on your mind. You can't deny that, right? So that's the same thing about your path to success, whatever your success goal is. Could be a job, career, a business, whatever. If you're not obsessed about it, then it might not be the right thing for you. Right? And when I say obsessed, it's like I said, it's constantly on your mind. Like you might be doing other things. You might be, you know, simple as cooking. But you're cooking and it's on your mind. Man, I gotta do these, you know, that I'm really obsessed about whatever. Could be when you're working out, you're focused on working out, but you're thinking about that obsession, right? It could be you're driving to work. You're driving, the, the, my podcast is on hopefully, or you're listening to whatever your favorite music is, but you're obsessed. You're thinking about, man, I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, those kind of things. And that obsession, again, needs to be married to a topic I spoke about uh, a few episodes ago which was the two strongest motivating factors for you. And that's fear and greed. Fear and greed. Fear in the sense that you don't want to be let, let yourself down, for example. So you become obsessed about doing something, right? My pathway in medicine was I knew I could get, you know, one of those limited spots in medical school, but... 
and I challenged myself out of fear of not of proving that proving other people wrong or other people right, the fear of other people right saying I couldn't get to that spot. Right? It's fear, fear of failure of myself, fear of other people being right who were um discounting me or su- suggesting I can't do certain things. Right? So the fear can drive your obsession or alternatively, the greed can drive your obsession. Sometimes, you know, some of my classmates, hey man, doctors make a hell of money. That's why I want to be one. That's the greedy side of it. Right? Or I want to buy certain, a certain thing, so I'm going to be obsessed about going into a certain career path or a, a certain type of business. That's fine. That's fine, but whatever creates that obsession, either out of fear or greed, you know that's what's going to be for you. Because you cannot go a single day without being obsessed or thinking about whatever that career path or goal is. You want to be an engineer, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a businessman, you want to open up that business. But I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this question. As you were growing, like if you're just in a regular and nothing wrong with a regular nine to five job, absolutely nothing wrong. That if that's for you, that's for you and nothing, nothing wrong with it. Nothing, you know, unusual about it. That's how society is set up. I mean, people who work regular nine to five jobs in that career path are necessary for society to function. But but I'll ask you this. When you were growing up. Were you obsessed about what you're doing right now? Or even now, as an adult, or a young adult, older adult, whatever, late in your career, are you obsessed with what you're doing right now? Right, I knew medicine wasn't for me when I woke up one day, I think it was in, uh, and don't get me wrong, I love the idea, I love, medicine I love, Helping people, that, that component of just being able to help people, that's kind of what drove me or gave me, um, gave me that urgency to finish out, you know, that part of my career. But I knew it wasn't for me uh, in one of my rotations, clinical rotations. I think it was uh, after being on call for, you know, 48, 72 hours, something like that. It was just a long period of time. I woke up the next day and I was like, man, I... I I don't love this enough to be doing this all the time. Right? Because that's a sacrifice on your mind, your body, your spirit. Like, it takes a toll. So I was like, man, I don't love this enough. So I wasn't obsessed about it. That's, that's where the obsession to compete against those other around me stopped. Because I was already there. My main motive into medicine was already accomplished. I'm, I got the spot. So it needed that extra to make it a career path, which was not there for me. That obsession was not there. So I ask you right now, as you listen to this, is what you're doing right now an obsession for you? Because if it's not, if it's not, then maybe you should introspect a little bit and figure out what you are obsessed about. And maybe... That's where you can channel some energy to see if 
that new obsession or your actual real obsession is the truer path for you. Because the goal of this podcast is to help you or inspire you to live to your fullest controllable potential. Okay? And potential correlates to being obsessed with something. Because when you're obsessed with something, you you have to go all in. You go all in. You feel compelled to go all in. That energy, your life force, you go all in on an obsession, right? Going back to that person you might want to date or get in a relationship with. You would do anything to make that relationship happen, right? Because you're obsessed with that idea of the relationship with that other person. So like whatever free time, you call, text, try to get together, whatever. You're, you're, just, you're going all in. So if you're not obsessed with where you are now, then I guarantee you you're not going all in with where you are right now. So then that goes to the question of are you living to your greatest, fullest, controllable potential? If you're not going all in, then I would say you're not. But that's a question for you to answer. And that's not to say that you can't be, uh, your obsession is only, uh, can be focused on a single thing. They're not mutually exclusive. You know, I'm obsessed about my family, um, my, my law firm, our crypto that we launched, Legacy X Token, uh, CuraConnector.com is an online healthcare platform we launched. Um, I'm obsessed with a lot of things. They're not mutually exclusive. They're different areas. But I'm going all in on each thing. All in, doing whatever it takes. Constantly on my mind, in the shower, on my outdoor workout, on my indoor workout, driving to work. On this podcast, I'm talking to you now, but in, my, in the back of my mind, it's crazy, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do next on this project. I'm obsessed about it. Right? So that, that's what it is. It's, it's finding that obsession for you and then understanding to go all in. So again, I ask you, are you obsessed with what you're doing right now? Right? Nothing wrong if you're not, and nothing wrong if you're good where you are. But are you obsessed about it? Because the reason there's nothing wrong with it is because it's, there's two things about your obsession. Two risks. One is it takes an all-in effort, which means what? It takes an insurmountable sometimes amount of work and sacrifice to chase an obsession in a healthy way, right? It's not like go out and be amoral and start killing people to chase an obsession. I'm not advocating that at all. But a real obsession in your career path and a success in a positive way, it takes a tremendous, tremendous amount of effort. And the second risk is, despite all that effort, you might still fail and never achieve it. Okay? You got to go all in with uncertainty, not knowing that the outcome is going to be positive, favorable, or not, or negative. And some people aren't built for that risk and, and that sacrifice, that, and that's okay. That's okay. We're talking about living to your fullest controllable potential. 
And so if your risk tolerance is not controlled in a manner that allows you to chase an all-in obsession, that's okay. That's okay. But this is a success podcast. And I'm just advising or giving you some ideas to think about on what it takes to chase that dream of yours, that goal of yours. And so if you're not obsessed about it, then it might not be the path. If you are obsessed about it, consider that a path. Okay, but if it's a path and it's your obsession, understand it takes an all-in effort with no guarantees. Absolutely no guarantees. Okay, but at least you know you're chasing after your fullest controllable potential. And that, that, my friends, is what, if you go back all the way to my episode one about gratitude and what success means, it's realizing your fullest controllable potential. Win, lose, or draw. If you, if you put it all on the table, if you put it all on the table, when that time comes, and it comes for all of us, when the time comes, you would be able to reflect on your life to say, hey, I, I gave it all. And in that failure, you'll actually realize fulfillment and happiness. I promise you. Right? Even though you may think that you didn't achieve or your goal, when that time comes, and you all know what I'm talking about, when that time comes, you'll still find fulfillment. And you can go on your way with a smile on your face. If you live to your fullest controllable potential. And that's why I say success, a successful life is that. It's equivalent. Okay? So, how do I know if it's the right path for me? A, are you obsessed about it? Are you constantly thinking, what do I need to do next? What do I need to cut off? What's the next step? Have I, have, I, uh, have I met the goal for today of winning the day on that obsession? Right? If, you ha- if, you're, if that's the case, you, you're on the path. Right? Am I giving all of my effort, whatever I'm, I have available, towards that goal, towards that obsession? That's the right path, despite no guarantees of success or not. Okay? Hopefully you find that obsession sooner or later. And I challenge you to pursue it. If you're new to it, if you're new to an obsession of an idea to go all in on something for your own benefit, do some research. Test it out. You don't have to go all in at once. It takes an all-in effort, but you don't have to abandon ship and jump into the new boat right away. Don't got to do that. But at least start taking those small steps in that direction. And see and see. And, and I'll say this. You might get to a certain point where it's not an obsession and you got to start something new. That's fine. I did that. It's never too late. In fact, I do that a lot now still. I might be obsessed about a certain topic because it excites me for some reason. And then all of a sudden, oh man, not the right way. Let me, let me, do, let me turn around. Let me pivot. Let me do something else. Abandon. Same thing with a relationship. You might be obsessed with a person Go all in on it, test it, and it's not, it's not working. Start over. It's okay. It's never, ever too late. Never too late. 
right? You might be obsessed about a certain car. You go out and buy the car. A week later, you're sick of it. Okay. Move on. It's okay. So that's my point is that it's never too late. As long as you are receptive to the idea that you can always, you know, find something else that's more fulfilling to you. But the idea is to go all in on the effort to chase it and to get it. The sooner you can confirm or not, the better off you'll be. But that's not to say you can't change direction or do something completely different later. But it's that obsession that will help you get over the grind of chasing a dream. Okay? So find something to be obsessed about. Go all in. If it works out, great. If not, you can always find something else. But live to your fullest controllable potential and you will have lived a fulfilled life that you could be proud of and be happy for. This is the Antenna Podcast. I will end the podcast as I end my days with an expression of gratitude. Before I close my eyes at night, I always say, hey, thank you, universe. Thank you, God, for another day, another opportunity to have done something positive, which is inspire people. So thank you all for listening. Um, if you found the show valuable to you or found something to be obsessed about, a new obsession, uh, please do like, comment, share the show. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It helps us rank so that we can fulfill our goal of inspiring billions of lives in a positive way across the planet. Thank you for listening, uh, and I'll look forward to bringing you another episode very, very soon. Okay, that's all right. Oh, what's up, man?